Good morning, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Bottom Line on New Cruise 92.7 FM. Your source always, my name is Joshua Madigbite. This is the show where you get to join us every day, every weekday, as we discuss major issues in the polity, topical issues ranging from politics to security to business and economy to metro stories sometimes. This morning on the program will be tilting a bit towards the business and economy sector. With a particular reference, with a particular focus on investments, investment schemes, pyramid schemes. What have we? We've had so many of uh, these investments in Nigeria. It's good to invest, it's good to make business, it's good to make money. About the authenticity and uh, the validity of this scheme sometimes. And what Nigerians need to do a lot uh, to verify before delving into these businesses. Love Nigerians have fallen prey, have fallen victims to some of these uh, schemes. Even the ones that, that uh, look very genuine and legit initially. For one reason or the other, it just gets to a point. Uh, everything crashed and then the Nigerians... Uh, now be gnashing their teeth. Well, this is not only about Nigerians, but it appears that uh, it's growing a lot in Nigeria. And I'm sure that uh, if you have been, well, conversant with some of the stories in the media space, uh, recently you would have seen a particular one about a certain Mr. Bamishi Samson, Ajay Tumobi and his wife Elizabeth, uh, they had the director. Well, Ajay Tumobi is actually uh, the managing director of uh, Imagine Global Solution Limited and his wife uh, Elizabeth. Well, so they are on the run right now according to stories. They are on, they are on the run. The duo were led to have absconded with investors' funds uh, to the tune of over 22 billion. And I must say here today that I've even lost money. <laughs> well, very small when you compare to what some people have lost. My brother here in the studio, well, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so um, let's uh, talk about Bamishi. Bamishi is actually a graduate of uh, Madonna University, Okija. Uh, used to be. Uh, a bank, well, yes, used to be an official at a bank, uh, a new generation bank here in Nigeria before he resigned in 2016 to start uh, Image Lenders, a finance startup based in Lagos. According to reports, Bamishi was using investors' funds to do business in lieu of paying the investors monthly until recently the, uh, when he disappeared into thin air with his wife and stopped responding his messages. Uh, 
Bamiche was so smart that he opened the major lenders office in South Africa, China, UK and Ghana just to convince investors that he was a genuine businessman. Well, this story, I want to believe that uh, you have come across it. Uh, if you have not, we will look at some other aspects of this story later. But the fact is that uh, Bamiche Ajetumobi and his wife right now, they are on the run. They have absconded with uh, investors' money. On the program this morning, this is our focus on New Cruise 92.7 FM. How Nigerians, or should we say why Nigerians... We are, we are definitely focusing on Nigerians. These investment schemes are everywhere, uh, outside Nigeria, beyond the shores of this country. But we are looking at our own people right now, even at Kitty here. There are many of them. And when you speak with those who are involved, uh, the coordinators, they always tell you that uh, this is genuine, this is uh, legit. And at the end of the day, something happens. They say, uh, perhaps uh, it has crashed and uh, they are still expecting. Some people are still expecting MMM to be back. Even after, <laughs> I can tell you. But I don't want to continue to mention the names of these um, uh, schemes. I've got in the studio this morning uh, the business correspondent on New Cruise 92.7 FM, uh, Tawheed Halim. And I hope to be joined by a uh, business and economic analyst on the program any, any moment from now. But I'll, I'll begin with my brother in the studio, uh, Tawheed Halim. Tawheed, good to have you on Bottom Line this morning. Good morning and good morning listeners out there and um, it's good to be here this morning. Well, maybe we should try as much as possible to be objective. Okay. Definitely that's what we do on Bottom Line. We don't just come around to just run things down as it were. We <laughs> try to look at it objectively. There are people who are still very much into schemes like this today <laughs> and I believe they are listening right now. There are people that whenever you tell them that you just have to be very careful tread cautiously where you put your money into this business they tell oh as a businessman you need to be very very confident to take risk mm -hmm. if you don't take risk you can't be there and there are people who will tell you that they have made a lot of bucks from this thing and they are doing very well mm -hmm. so from your own opinion as a businessman i need to be a yes you are a businessman <laughs> 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 you have interest in well i shouldn't go out there to <laughs> talk about you thank you so what is what is your own opinion what is your own take about uh, this investment scheme it's good to invest definitely it's mm. good okay um good morning once again listeners i recently i've always been advocating for the need for people to be financially literate mm. we are in the world where a lot of people need to you know meet their demands financially we all have demands mm -hmm. and um, day by day we'll have increasing demand so with these demands calls for increased incomes now an average nigerians want to uh have a lot of money at his or disposal and with that alone we all have the propensity to want to access every means possible mm -hmm. to get money to our post meanwhile if we look at how a lot of people go about making money we find out that a lot of people who fall into this particular you know scheme are lacking because of three good things i want to classify that three things three first three things. basic things basic things okay. first is um is knowledge now i started by saying it is important for us to be financially literate that's one number two is uh greed let me put it that way <laughs> our basic knowledge of economics says that 
humans want are insatiable mm-hmm. we tend not to be satisfied with things we you know want i want to do this i want to do that as a matter of fact if you go ahead with the knowledge of economics they tell you that the more you earn more the more your your purpose your, your, your affinity to spend increases mm-hmm. that's that then number three there is a part of where technology is aiding and abating all of this and financial mm, fraud technology yes so taking it one after the other now if you look at the knowledge the first thing is that if you look at an average individual who wants to get money we most of the time don't want to know or an average nigerians don't want to you know work before they get money hmm. we have this tendency that okay if i should if somebody's coming around to say okay bring twenty thousand naira in the next three months what is very common especially amongst youth they say okay bring twenty thousand naira in the next three months we give you 50 percent return on investment that is the language 50 percent mm-hmm. on investment as a matter of fact some a uh, few months ago on twitter it was trending 29 percent on investment 30 percent uh, on investment well, i guess that was what before twitter was banned oh because. yeah before twitter was banned too, <laughs> definitely because we have not been using twitter a twist, so few months ago that's what i said <laughs> <laughs> so my, my point exactly is that we have a lot of people who want to just invest money without wanting to do a lot of things just because they could this thing will fetch money back that's one number two is that a lot of people want to get huge money in a very short time mm. now we need to establish the fact that there is no quick way to making money mm. that's that so having established all of these things if you look at all of this investment scheme of course it works for some people like you uh, rightly said but if you look at it those people who benefit from these things are the first set of people the who first started. set of people and it's simple an average person who is starting a business, something like that, wants to gain the trust of people. It's simple marketing strategy. If Mr. A should partner with me and he's benefiting, regardless of whatever means I've been adopting to make sure he's satisfied, let's have him borrowing money to make sure he's getting his return. He goes ahead to talk to another person, a referral mm-hmm. system. Now, mm-hmm. oh, Refer- Mr. Yes. B, mm. I, I am doing this and and usually these things work by you know talk to this person the more people you bring in the more money mm-hmm. you get now in the first few months of establishing such kind of scheme these people make sure they dot their eyes and cross their teeth to make sure their first set of subscribers don't get it wrong mm. so they build trust in the first few months then the network keeps growing it keeps growing it keeps growing now it gets to a threshold where these people can no longer contain or manage the pool of resources they have at, at their disposal and such they just go away there are several instances i'll, I'll cite my personal example too okay <laughs> earlier this year to. there is a particular scheme can i mention yes yes oh, okay. go ahead and mention there, there is a particular scheme okay uh ins me yes Inch i remember me. yeah Inch me. Inch i was me. part of that I, too, I remember for my very very first time in my life for the very first time in my life the other ones that were very popular i'd never joined the other ones that are very popular, I never joined. But this particular one that you talked about, I mean, yes, I joined this cool. year just for some reasons. And uh, you know, the pressure was just too much from very uh, trusted associates. And, and that friends. explains another point I'm going to bring in right mm. now. Now, I joined Ismi too because I felt like okay, a lot of people were doing it. People I know, people I trust so much around me, they were doing it. And um, it, it got to the point that okay, I, I don't want to lose out of the big catch. You know, mm. people are investing a little amount of money in this space of few months they're getting returns back so I, I i didn't want to lose that so a lot of people fall victim of this um scheme too because you know they have people around them who have been doing it without mm. necessarily making their own research to know okay is this thing paying what is what are these people investing money on mm-hmm. and you know 
any outrageous return on investment i'm very sure any business part will, we, we agree to this any outrageous return on investment there is a rule that shows you what you should expect on your particular investment at a particular time All compound right. interest simple interest so any outrageous return on investment will definitely will be most likely go wrong mm. so we any outrageous any outrageous return on investment say mm. you are investing twenty thousand for example and somebody's expecting to get Forty thousand naira in two months. The uh, road, the, two months. Uh, tell you, I'm really sorry. Two months. It's even fat. Sometimes I tell you, you can get it overnight. And sometimes I, I wouldn't know if you have seen that before. Oh, they wouldn't. They would, sometimes they would, sometimes they would just tell you in one week. In one week, exactly. You have exactly. Times but, three or times four of uh, what you are putting in. Exactly. But, but but the basic thing is that Nigerians don't want to, or a lot of people who fall victim of these things, don't really pay attention to, okay, if somebody's promising this, what kind of business exists on earth that will fetch you times two or times three or times four of your money in the space of, you know, ephemeral time? So uh, for, for the basic, I, I would say a lot of people need to be financially literate. That's one. Mm-hmm. Number two, we need to curtail our greed. We should understand that you don't there is no shortcut to success so if you have to make money it requires a process and you have to work for it of course we, we there's a part of being smart about working like, about getting money but smartness doesn't mean you just have to oh yeah there's part of taking risk too but risk, if you okay. have to take risk it has to be calculated mm. so my submission for now Okay, your submission for now. Uh, we've been joined by the second guest in the studio, uh, business and uh, economic analyst, uh, Ademola Murebishi. Good to have you in the studio. Always <laughs> good to be here. Yeah, so this particular issue that we're talking about, um, pyramid scheme, uh, referral schemes, um, investment schemes, there are so many of them. I know you are an advocate of uh, business, uh, knowledge mm-hmm. you tell people how to invest you tell people how to do business and uh, all of the elements and uh, the components that you need to be a successful business person this is your field yeah. but right now some people like i did ask uh, a business correspondent in the studio here some people will say they have made a lot from these same schemes that others are condemning that others have been skeptical about but at the same time we get to see people falling prey falling victims of, of, of all of this but let's start it from the society first it appears that this is becoming very very wide and big here in nigeria yeah. and yeah. despite what people might have uh, uh, experienced in the past when you just come up with another very juicy and uh, <laughs> business idea, oh, when you do this, people will still go into this. So why are we even having? Let's start from uh, that uh, premise first. Mm-hmm. Why, okay. why, 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 why do people always want to be part of this? Yeah, um, without getting to too much dangerous ground, <laughs> 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 I would say you know, um, like you've rightly said, the society encourages this, mm. and that's because in Nigeria we do not have a culture that rewards productivity and creativity. Mm. Mm. First of all, when we talk about money, making money, making money is supposed to be a reward for solving problem. Exactly. But in Nigeria, you want to make money without solving any problem. So <laughs> in Nigeria, we celebrate people that they make money that is making not tied money, to productivity. It's supposed to be a reward for, a reward solving, for solving problem. That's it, basically. Mm. 
you make money when we're, you solve a we're, problem. We're on radio right now. <laughs> this is our job. We're making money. Yeah, but yeah. we're solving problems. You're solving we problems. Are, yeah, we are. We are solving problems. We're giving people information. We're Definitely. Giving, we're, we're getting them edu- make, get, getting them educated. Yeah. Providing a platform for advertisement mm. for brands. So we're yeah. solving problems. You're solving Definitely. a problem. A mm. big problem. If you are a fashion designer, you're solving a big problem. Definitely. If you're a focanizer, you're solving a problem. I get that, please. I I just have to break that down. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so basically, we have a society whereby we don't, we don't, um, we don't have this culture of people making money by solving problems. So I want to make money without doing anything for it, and we celebrate that. We just want to do this prosperity thing without productivity. For example, if we take, if we say um, Alaji Dangote is the richest black man, we can point to his productivity this is cement factory but somebody in your street says i'm the richest person on my street what where is the productivity <laughs> do you understand yeah. so that's how the society encourages that in the very first place then uh, your submission about this fact that some will say oh i cashed out i made money and things like that we all know that's why it's called a pyramid scheme mm. <laughs> you pay out the um, new investors with cash you pay out the old investors with the cash coming in from the new investors mm. until the system becomes so big that what is coming in can no longer pay those <laughs> that came in before so it things comes crashing that's what happens simple whether you call it mmm or www or <laughs> iie <laughs> mca whatever you call it it will crash it's the same, at some point it's the same design those the first people come in they don't get paid until new people come in mm. so new people come in they pay them with the cash from the uh, they, they pay the old people with the new cash that has come into the system. But because of the way the matrix is designed, at some point, the system will always overload. The system will always crash. You mm. know. So I, feel, I always said that it is irresponsible uh, for anybody to um, front an investment under the premise of, I got paid. Mm-hmm. Is irresponsible. I got paid. I got paid. I've been paid. I've been paid. So wh- when it crashes, what do you tell those that you, you, know, you evangelize to and converse mm. from? What do you tell them? Bad luck, <laughs> mm. you know. What you tell them? So I think that we need to get back to the basics of wealth creation, which is wealth is all about solving problem, adding value to people. That you make money from that. Mm. So if you say, you know, I got paid, you ask yourself, where did the money come from? Mm. What but usually, but usually they tell uh, the investors that they are using their money to run uh, businesses. That's what they say most times. Okay, just like the popular one that uh, you must have heard about uh, a particular couple that uh, is now Yesterday, on the like run. <laughs> yes, uh, they were uh, said to have absconded with investors' funds to the tune of uh, over twenty-two billion naira. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about million. <laughs> billion naira. Next level. And, uh, and according to a report, the yeah. man that by Michelle Jetumabi, yeah. he said he was using investors' fund to do businesses. The lieu of paying the investors' monthly um, ROI until recently, where when it disappeared. So sometimes they say it's gold they are dealing in. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they say it's uh, crude oil. <laughs> sometimes yeah. they say it's uh, okay. They, 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 okay, you are going to say something. Yeah, about I, I was going to say something about it. The, the point I had a similar experience recently. Mm. The, the, it's a very close friend of mine. He. I even advertise for him, unfortunately. What he does is that he's talking to investors, potential investors, that, okay, bring in your money. Mm. I will use it to purchase a bike, okay. give that to people. All they right. will be paying back on installment. That was the plan, and it sounds brilliant. As a matter of fact, I wrote a business plan for him. Unfortunately, this so-called friend of mine was using this money at some point at the initial part of the business, doing the exact thing on the business plan. But it got to a point, well, because of greed, it turned this money to something else. There is a bigger body that say okay bring this amount of money you get this back at the end of the day my point exactly is from the get-go a Mm. lot of people bring this kind of initiative can paint it so real 
they would say this is what we do they will have offices like this man did mm-hmm. in several places you know get it registered in, have in, a website this particular person had offices in uk in china and just like we read so, so many other countries a lot of people could do something like that to make it so attractive but the question is now an average individual who wants to invest might want to go extra mile because from the get-go somebody who is so particular and so meticulous want to know okay what are you using the money to do if somebody's telling me that okay i like most of the youth we do i invest in forex i invest in cryptocurrency etc now these are volatile investments that can crash any moment any time mm. but then there are some solid investments that you know okay at some point even if you, i want to go extra money say okay do you have insurance let's say this thing should go wrong mm. what are your shock absorber okay if things should go wrong like things should go south what are the things you can use to you know cover for this loss and all of those things so if all of those are not detailed which a lot of nigerians do not go extra mile to find out mm. then it is not advisable to invest <laughs> so the question is what are you using our money to do well, the nigerians have that uh, thank you that is the problem don't uh, go extra mile to find to out painstaking to 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 make sure that what they're meticulous money? and pay attention to every detail those do do, do nigerians have it's, it's, it's not just about paying attention to details, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, a wicked person always do what a wicked person does. Like mm. you rightly said, mm. greed. So you're saying you brought that, greed uh, into the mm. equation. Yeah. So when someone is greedy, it, I mean, greed. a greedy person always do what a greedy person does, regardless. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? So, like, the unfortunate one that came out yesterday, about 22 yesterday. billion, mm-hmm. allegedly. Over 22 billion. That, you know? So, first of all, his business looks sound on paper. Mm-hmm. Because the business model I've personally investigated, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. Personally, personally investigated. investigated. I've, I've done some business in that area before. Okay. So we call it supply chain financing. That's a technical term for it. So mm. basically, you gather money from a pool of investors, loan it out to business owners at a high interest rate, mm. normal, higher than what they would get at a bank. Okay. Of the most sensible terms than they would get at a bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you loan it out. When they do the business, they pay you back, then you pay everybody. And like you rightly said, greed must have crept in at some point. Mm. So at what point the grid coming, we don't know. <laughs> okay. <it. laughs> All right. So but definitely grid came in and that changed everything. So that now takes us to the issue of accountability. Mm. Number okay. one. Number two, right going to accountability, we also need to talk about this issue of investment in general. All right. I believe that if anybody tells you bring so 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 amount of money and I'm going to give you back, even if it's five percent ROI, mm-hmm. like it's not even a crazy ROI. Yes. But the person doesn't include a clause which says when I when you do business, there's a chance that you're going to lose everything, including the principal. It's when he doesn't disclose that to you. You, you are both coming each other. What do you mean? The principal capital? means the capital. Okay. Yes. The cap- okay. I that don't. If you do business, for me, that if you are doing business, <laughs> if you are doing business, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. There's a chance you're going to lose everything, including your starting capital. Yeah, capital. Yeah. So if someone is not telling me that, then there's a scam going on somewhere. Mm-hmm. Think about it. There is a chance. There's a scam. There's a scam going on somewhere. But every business is risky. Every business is risky. So why is investment not risky in Nigeria? Every business is risky, right? Mm-hmm. So why is it that investment is not risky in Nigeria? Just mm. bring our money, 10% guaranteed every month. In may follow mm. sunshine, no matter what happens. You get it. You are getting 10%. So mm. why why do we have that culture in Nigeria? That's mm. a big question. Because scam is going on right there. If someone says, come and invest in my business. I mean, some of our listeners, you've tried poultry farm before. Mm-hmm. You've tried fish farm. You've tried one of that, And you lost the money. You mm-hmm. lost the money. You lost the business and everything. Mm-hmm. So why is it that someone tells you, I want to collect your money. I want to start a poultry in so-so-so part of the country. Give me 100,000 naira. This poultry farm will return so-so amount of money guaranteed after six months. And he didn't tell you, 
or guy, there's a chance we can lose the poetry, for example. Because what happened in the end of the day is that a lot of these people, they might start out well. Like right. I said, we don't know at what point greed came in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they might start out well, but at some point, they now find themselves being bogged into a corner where they have to rob Peter mm-hmm. in order to ensure Paul gets paid. So that there's always that transition. You start the business, all is fine. You are able to pay your investors first and foremost and things like that. When you talk about insurance, insurance, the premiums vary. Definitely. And the process is not straightforward intentionally. <laughs> so <laughs> it is where things are fine. I'm sure they are we do what insurance cover your farm, insurance cover your investment. Mm-hmm. But when you know when the things happen, you now start finding clauses. For example, you know, there was a famous one that went bust maybe early this year or so. And they said, we thought it was insured. Insurer came out and said, look, the insurance was for the farm, Hello. not for the sales. These guys, they're very technical people in that insurance business. They'll tell you that, so the problem here is not that the guy produced what he said he would produce, but couldn't sell it. That's not our problem. <laughs> so what do you do in that case? <laughs> nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. So that's where accountability comes, which is my second major point. Accountability. Right. right? I believe that there's no, there's little or no accountability going on with these so-called investment schemes. Hmm. And that's probably, I'll use what probably, probably because the government has not regulated it properly. There are government agencies that are supposed to regulate them, mm-hmm. but I don't know what is going on. Let well, so I will definitely, because that, in fact, you are reading my mind, because okay. I was just going to talk about uh, what the government is doing, or what the government is not doing to regulate uh, these uh, schemes. And uh, particularly, you know, because sometimes you even see some of these guys uh, uh, posing with uh, uh, government officials and telling you that uh, yes, they've been there, they have actually been certified and uh, they've been sanctioned, they've been given the go-ahead to uh, to actually continue with their uh, businesses. But we'll come to all of this later because government, I think government must do everything to also prevent yeah. the citizens from falling prey and falling victims to all of these uh, schemes. But what if it looks Jenny? And what if some government functionaries are even part of it? Mm-hmm. Do we even know about that? Uh, well, uh, if you're just joining us on bottom line on New Cruise 92.7 FM this morning, this is a very critical and sensitive issue this morning. Moving away from politics, moving away from uh, security, and uh, we're talking economy, but a particular uh, reference uh, to investment uh, and particularly investments that could be very, very uh, risky. We got this story yesterday about uh, a particular couple here in Nigeria. And from the picture that I'm even seeing now, I'm, I'm seeing this couple with a very popular pastor. And so, yeah. do, do you even get to know what they are doing, if what they are doing is actually legit or not? Uh, this man that I'm talking about, uh, his name is uh, Bamiche Samson, uh, J. Tumobi, and his wife Elizabeth. Uh, they are currently on the run. The duo are alleged to have absconded with investors' funds uh, to the tune of 22 uh, billion naira. So, yearly thousands of Nigeria keep falling. Uh, for these investment schemes uh, buoyed by the promise of uh, over 50% uh, returns on investment. And despite the usual scam, some Nigerians keep falling for these ploys. And so the big question we're asking this morning is why? Why? Uh, even while you guys were talking, I, I could see people already trying to reach us, trying to because perhaps they might have experienced this. I would not lie, like I said, even if it just once I've actually <laughs> fallen victim uh, to, even if it's it just been once. Uh, so today, being a public holiday, uh, we're celebrating uh, Idu Malud at the birth of uh, Prophet Muhammad. A lot of people are at home. We expect you, you can call us. Uh, 
this is a special edition of the program for everyone who's listening today and it's a general topic it's affecting a lot of people you can call us feel free to share your experience we would definitely appreciate that to mm-hmm. share your experience with us uh, if you have ever experienced something like this before and if there is one that you're doing right now and you're skeptical about it well at uh, some point in the program any moment from now we'll open the lines for you uh, to call i've been speaking with uh, a business correspondent here at new cruise 92.7 fm tawhid halim and mr demola morebisha who is a business and economic uh, analyst uh, and expert uh, both of them are here uh, this morning so government sound good to wait uh, tawhid halim okay. it's what uh, I've been a source, a huge source of concern. What should be government's response? What should be government's uh, reaction to this? Because, as, as a matter of fact, we know what we do here as as media organizations. When people come around with, uh, even if they're bringing a lot of money to have such programs on station, we know our stations. We know what we do. Not in order not to run foul of uh, the mbc codes i know that not to expose the citizens out there uh, to these uh, perceived uh, fraudulent schemes uh, we try and prevent people some of them we turn them back we say we can't take this even some 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 businesses that look genuine but if, we, if we're not sure there are certain things that we ask them to bring mm-hmm. you understand the cac the appcon and some other things right now so is it that the government is not uh, looking at this? The government is not really concerned about uh, how vulnerable Nigerians are uh, to this. So there are some aspects that uh, they are still not looking at in order to prevent people from not falling. Okay, um, from every angle I've been trying to process um, these thoughts, I I am saying that okay, maybe the government cannot really control people from being vulnerable to this investment scam. Why? On, on, the, on the part of the government, okay, governments will do a lot of things to ensure that people or organizations coming around to establish business in Nigeria are doing so under the noble platform and they are mm. ethical as possible. Now, you mentioned CAC. CAC is just going to ensure that, okay, you are registered as a company in Nigeria and you can mm-hmm. do businesses. So, for every government organization who wants to do business with you, they want to know, okay, are you recognized and all of those things. There may mm. be for litigation purposes, you want to go to court and all of those things. No, they can sue you as a company and all of those things. So, mm. now, what I think government can only do in situations like this is maybe damage control. And in all sense, say for example, recently, I, the the um the case of my friend I mentioned it right. got to the point where we had to you know address the um, Nigerian police force to help us interfere into the matter and there's little or nothing they can do because all force initially are saying okay it's a civil matter police might not be able to mm-hmm. you know go deep to maybe arresting somebody blah 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 so the point the only thing they can do is to okay get us to write a statement to say okay when are you going to start paying. So, uh, from my end, I'm saying that government might not really be able to police all of these individuals, ex- except, let's say, they report them to the EFCC, and mm-hmm. the EFCC is trying to, you I know... I think that's why we have uh, the th- EFCC, the SCPC, so and some I, so other... So, I, I am thinking that we should dwell more on the part of individuals, mm. on the part of individuals, than looking at what government can do. Because even if government is establishing rules, okay... Now but I'm, can, I'm, I'm, I'm saying... So there are I'm things saying. government can do, actually, and government does do. One of the jobs of the government is to protect the weak from the from strong mm. and wicked. That's what government does. Okay. And there are laws in place and there are new laws being brought in place every every time. For example, when you start with the CAC as a company, limited, limited liability company, so that allows you, you can raise funds. We're supposed to raise funds only from accredited investors and from, we call it private placements. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to raise money from the public because they believe the public 
honestly, the idea is that the public are too gullible and mm. uninformed to assess what you are bringing, not to make a decision for themselves. In senior climbs, there's something they call accredited investors. Mm -hmm. In Nigeria today, if you are not worth at least over 300 million naira, you are not an accredited investor. And normally, mm. you are not supposed to invest in certain schemes because right. they believe you don't have enough sophisticated knowledge to mm. ascertain what's going on there. Mm. For example, there was this time, there was this case of crowdfunding. I don't want to mention brands on it, okay. but there was this crowdfunding. If you know, mm. there was a crowdfunding failure, just come in. We need 100 people, just drop to 2,000 to add up to 2 million, invest also property. Then the SEC came up to regulate it and said, now they passed some strict laws. Now you can't do crowdfunding for more than. If you remember South Korea, I think 50 million naira. They place mm. the cap on it. And you have to register with them to run a website, an online platform that collects money from, we call them retail investors. That's everyday mm. investors like me and you that are not accredited investors, <laughs> right? <laughs> so before you can collect money from us, you have to have a certain amount of money in reserve so that if the business goes bust, SEC can come in okay. to grab that fund and everything. So if those laws are properly enforced, enforced which might be tricky laws. like what he said because we're in a digital age someone can just come up one day and say i'm doing social investment not everybody even have this information that they are being regulated i'm sure that website you are checking for investment i'm sure it's been regulated i'm sure they've crossed all the t's dotted all the i's mm -hmm. and they've been verified by the government for invest to take investment because normally you don't take money from the general public just because <laughs> you understand mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a private matter so you can explain yourself properly they know what they are getting and like i said risk every investment comes with risk in the real term so the government is not sleeping as it were right but i think i think they can do better all in right. terms of enforcing their laws and also creating public awareness for that that next time an investment scheme launches please ask them for so 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 documents that will give them let's mm. one come and say give me your money ask them if they've if they have clarified with so 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 because mm. people come and they tell you um, invest in my business but when you do some digging, you realize that the company is a normal company registered with the CAC. All right. So we, we always confuse that once they are with CAC, ah, it's approved. No, CAC mm -hmm. only gives you, like what you said, CAC just gives you the right to do business. Mm, but it's not the right to collect mm. investment from people. Mm. So technically, you could submit that to a court and say, look, so so company is out there. And sorry, EFCC, sorry, mm -hmm. write the EFCC, petition there and say, this company is supposed to be offering social services. But now they are now collecting public funds for mm. investment. This is not part of their charter in their mm. CAC. Mm. So, so there's some sharp practice going on there. Okay. And you have a case, a valid case. Okay. So I believe the government just needs to do more accountability and more enforcement. Okay. Awareness and things like okay. that. Okay, well, I, I, I will expect the gentleman to still uh, look at these issues, particularly okay. when we, what we are dealing with today is uh, this part of just usual scams. Okay. And despite the fact that a lot of Nigerians are falling victims, okay. mm -hmm. Nigerians will still invest if there if another one comes up tomorrow now. That is why particularly that's why I said that's why I said so so that is yeah. why I would want a lot of Nigerians to also call today yeah. to and tell us yeah. why. And why and what they feel. Perhaps they might not even agree that some of these things are uh, dubious or fraudulent in nature. That, uh, well, mm -hmm. maybe it just happened, it's crashed uh, for some reasons. Uh we have always talked about greed. And so I'm going to throw the lines open right now where we will continue our conversation here. We want you to join us this morning on this particular program. Nigerians have continued uh, to fall uh, victims to these ploys. Let me call it ploys. <laughs> the big question this morning we're asking is why? Why? 0915-388-6590 or 816-781-4132. 
Uh, I think we have someone on the line already. Let's uh, pick this one. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Judge. Good morning, Mr. Oshegun. Mr. Oshegun from Adekichi. Thank you for calling, sir. I think all these uh, schemes, they are going on because you see Nigerians will, will try to get rich quick. Hmm. And that is one of our fundamental problems. Hmm. You see, we will find all these schemes. You come and invest 20,000, you will get uh, 40,000 before the end of the day. <laughs> and the people will be talking to you or will be sharing the experience that they have been paid. They have been paid. So it's because they are thriving because, like the analyst has said, Nigerians, they like to get money without working. Mm-hmm. And any scheme that you are doing that is uh, giving you returns without working for it is dubious and it's likely to crash. And so that's just my contribution. Uh, Thank uh, you. Uh, 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 Have a blessed Just before you go, sir. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, so have you ever experienced uh, any of this? Yes. Have you ever been part of these investment schemes? Or do you have anybody around you? And what, what was the experience like? No, I've had a personal experience. Hmm. Personal experience. But, uh, thank God I did not even rely so much on it. Mm, but you yeah, invested some. But invested. He, he paid the fifty thousand and he got a hundred thousand before the end of the day. Mm. And so you I did... just tried with uh, five thousand. You tried with five thousand. So and I lost it. So and they just didn't pay me because I didn't <laughs> even put. Uh, <laughs> you could lose. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, thank you very much. Nice. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Day. Thank you very. Have a blessed day, sir. Thank you very much for your contribution. Well. I think uh, that was a wise decision. Yeah, but, uh, let me just let me start with this a uh, small one and see <laughs> what will be uh, the result. Another call. Uh, hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, I'm Adedun from Okemesi. Thank you for calling, Mr. Adedun from Okemesi. Let's have your contribution and your experience if you have had one. <laughs> I have. Hmm. Okay. I think I think like last three years. All right. There's a scheme like that that came up. Mm. You get paid with 30% right, high. Mm. And at the end of the day, after like three months, everything crashed. After three months. So I just want to tell Nigerians that. And you invested. And you invested. Mr. Yes, I did. Hmm. I did. With this news of crashing, crashing everywhere about this uh, investment scheme. I want to say it's going to just be like an high opening hmm. for everyone not to trust any Aruha <laughs> investment again. <laughs> yes, it's not about the my own past experience, but hmm. just for the upcoming ones. All right. Because once you have had experience of crashing, hmm. I'm very sure you will not want to invest in in any again. So for those people that have still planning to do it this is an eye opener for them not to engage themselves because there is no way the thing will sound sweet at the beginning mm. just in a few times it will crash and okay. that language crashing should be at everybody's <laughs> mind that this thing they are telling you crashing is is awaiting mm. it thank you 
All right. Well, uh, if you are listening this morning, let me inform you that you can also watch us on Facebook right now. I know a lot of people will want to drop their comments to share their experience this morning. So you can as well, if you are not able to get us online, you can as well drop your message on Facebook, New Cruise 927 FM. New Cruise 927 FM. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Delphine Amale is my name. Good morning, <laughs> brother Amale. <laughs> it's been a while. How do you do? Uh, very well, very well. Good to have you. <laughs> oh, yes, we are coming back in full force. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll definitely glad to have you back. Yes. The economic situation of this country now encourages many people to be desperately mm. looking for ways of escaping. Mm. So they enter into what we call one chance. One because chance. it is getting dark, it is getting late, and there is no hope that any commercial vehicle is coming again. <laughs> so they cited just one and it's calling mm. one more person, one chance, one chance. Yes, many people will desperately enter mm. because they are hopeless economically. Mm. The second aspect the churches are not helping matters at all. Mm. They have raised the expectation of people, even so many expectations that Christianity did not promise you. Imagine pastors today, today you will become a millionaire. If you want to become a millionaire, bring 1,000, bring 10,000. They will tell the people, look out, God is coming. It's going to, manna is going to come again, and so on. Every Christian now wants to be a millionaire. Christianity is not to make one rich. It's to make us to be rich spiritually towards God and to go to heaven. But they have changed the narratives to earthly possessions. So these things... Uh, work together to make citizens to be vulnerable to economic attack. Hmm. And they will come and say, yes, imagine if you, if, if, if you research enough, many people who are raking the citizens, they will pretend to be Christians too. And they will speak the language of the churches. Mm-hmm. And many people will fall prey. So many of us must know we are well, mm. in the last day. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we must be wary and be careful. We must be wary and be careful, <laughs> uh, brother, brother Benson <laughs> Amali. I knew you would definitely uh, turn this to a sermon. <laughs> You're a preacher, <laughs> so <laughs> I was not surprised. Thank you very much for that very yeah. wonderful, robust, and uh, <laughs> a deep conversation. Yeah. We sincerely appreciate you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very uh, much. I'm grateful. Greetings to all of you. All right. Thank you very much. Well.
you talked about the aspiration there, desperation, and I think that's the angle that we should be looking at this uh, thing from. Uh, 0915388659 or it one six seven eight one four one three two. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Why? Well, well what you are discussing this morning. Your name and your location. Where are you calling? Femi from Adu. Thank you for calling, Mr. Femi. I want us to be very, very careful. Mm. Because these people that are doing us, they use they use someone they, they are very known to you. Mm. Got in my WhatsApp, a friend of mine is a number was asked, and it was sent to me that uh, I they are going to get double. Mm. I called the person that I was asked to call. He mm. said, "See the form. You remember? He said, when you get them within one hour, three times. He said, how much I want to use? I get two hundred thousand. Hmm. And he sent the form to me. But I have to call those who are who know about that uh, number. Say, can this it happen that this somebody, this referee can be saying, I was told that it's a uh, something was asked. Suppose I may get money now, hmm. and then I'll be duped. So uh, people should be, should be careful. careful. Although hmm. things are difficult, but okay. find a way of getting the money. Not that, make sure where you want to invest up is a Play way, not so, somebody so, that could be duped you. Hmm. Look at MMM the other time. Hmm. Nobody said, nobody said, somebody owe me some money. No, and he said he to pay the money. He went one million to that place, and that thing way, way like that. And hmm. the money was to get that was that was one million. But hmm. they so if I advise people to be careful. All those things they ignore it. Go and find something done yourself. All right. Thank you very much. God will help us, uh, Mr. Femi. Well, he shared his, his own experience, but I guess he was lucky <laughs> not to oh, yeah. in a victim because he brought other people yeah. uh, on board uh, to verify the authenticity of, uh, of, the the, of their of scheme. scheme. And so, an advice to everyone out there to be very careful. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Josh. This Good is Mr. Tyre James. Thank you for calling, Mr. Tyre James. I hope you just keep it short. I know you have yes. many yeah, yeah. words. <laughs> yes. Uh, I really appreciate what uh, Mr. Benson Mali said. In part, okay. The spiritual part of it. But let's go to the physical part of it in the real sense of our God now. Mm -hmm. That uh, even in corporates that are attached to the government status. You realize that uh, it's coming a deception these days that many will may invest their money, believing that it will be a double return and they will be in it instrumentally to get back. Mm. You now realize that uh, I even access what you are even what you have even deposited in there. So it's becoming indirectly. And uh, these are things that uh, we can realize that uh, even the debt corners of the government. Standards. Mm. This mm. thing is happening. Then how can the government even because it's outside the government standards? Mm. Then the media has a role to play as well. Mm. There are so many of these organizations that will come to the radio mm. station. We talked about that. Uh, yeah. mm. Yes, they come to the radio station and they will make the publicity. Mm. And people believe those days when we were young, anything that comes from the radio station mm. we believe is authentic. But these days is 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 never again. Mm. So these are the areas we are having problems. Because mm. some of the time, the source of the information we got, we believe that it's reliable. Some friends will tell you that they got this money from this investment, and they will show you 
the authentic, you understand, validation. Then you realize that when you now invest your own money, your money is gone. So how can our government help us? How can they help the situation? Even in the situation of finding jobs, there are so many people that apply for immigration those days. Many people are even collecting 500,000 that if they're looking for immigration work, they will collect that money and they will dupe you. Civil defense, they dupe me. I'm telling you, even people around me, then what are we talking about? Okay. This crime is everywhere. Mm. Even in politics, is there. So what <laughs> we are going to do is that uh, let people that are in media begin to cross-check. Mm. Get their normal information before you make it out. Mm. And then let our government pray that God will give us best leaders. They will mm. be able to be disciplined leaders that can be able to cross-check all these things. Right. And even in church, look at what happened in your Yankulubay church. I will say that so that you know, embassy, Christian embassy. One of their members duped the members billions of naira. Even the, the, the pastor himself invested into that case. Mm. Pastor did. invested, but it wasn't the church. It was not the church. It uh, was a member. Which, uh, it was a member of that mm. church now. But the pastor was one of those people on the pulpit. They are telling people that uh, have invested, you can invest. The man has come there with your own money. Till today, nothing is written about it. You understand? Mm. There are so many of these like that. They just, just pray and cross our hands All that right. God should bless us in the little way. All right. Thank you very much. Let us make Thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Tara James. I appreciate you. We, I'm afraid we can't pick uh, calls again. I would just want uh, the finer uh, remarks uh, from my guest in the studio, Tawid Alim. Let me start with you. Okay, um, I'd like to say to everybody that as much as um, getting more money can be one of the ways to, you know, meet our needs, we can as well look at our finances. If you know what we spend and reduce our finances, we can always meet our needs and not necessarily, because we want to get more money, fall into prey of all of these investment um, mm. sharks. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much, Ademola Murabishe. Yeah, so I don't know about you gentlemen, but nobody wants to get rich slow. I don't want to get rich slow, <laughs> right? But the first rule of investment says you must understand whatever you are investing in. Mm. So if you are not clear on how the 20,000 naira will become 2 million naira in 24 hours, mm. don't put in your money. That's mm. all. Thank you very much, Tawid Ali, my business correspondent, New Cruise Down to 2.7 FM, Adimula Murebishe, business and economic expert analyst. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time on the program this morning. I sincerely appreciate everyone who called. Uh, Elva Oshegun, brother Benson or Molly, Mr. Tara James, uh, Mr. Femi from Adekite, and a brother from uh, Ad uh, Ayedun. Thank you very much, everyone who called in. We sincerely appreciate you. The program will return on Thursday. Tomorrow is Office of the Citizen, the program that is uh, powered by Enough uh, is enough at nine o'clock tomorrow. Many thanks to Samuel Ibebini. We appreciate you uh, for the human job you're doing and my executive producer who coordinates and organizes everything Gideo Gunri thank you very much for your contribution Joshua Adebu that is my name bye for now have a great day